Guys, I want to get loud all of a sudden. I, I'm, Do it. Sorry, I'm about to eat I knew it was coming. I'm sorry, guys. Get on the back. I need to do that. It is. It is. You feel like Poseidon chucking that bugger down. (laughs) (laughs) Chucking that bugger. Did you butt out that deer? I did not butt out that deer, but the next one I get, okay, he's getting his butt out. Is that little Stevie I hear? Drop on throw bop. Hello, stay tuned. I'll be back after my seizure. <laughs> every little chipmunk that was running around, everything's dead quiet, and I went <laughs> like that. Just happened. Just happened. I saw what is in essence a nature gasm. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sonic Campfire. This is Rut and River Pursuit Podcast. Who do we have around the table tonight? I'm Catfish. I'm Kyle. I'm Steve. I'm Will. It's Uncle Buck. And this is Dave. So guys, I was I was searching around YouTube here lately, and I found this guy from, from New York with this great accent. What? Yeah. And his videos are just they're pretty funny. He kinda kinda Go seems on. like he'd be one of us. Uh uh-huh. yeah. And I was thinking, you know. What were you a thinking? new Mr. Eight? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> a satellite eight. You know, we could use an eighth guy. We need someone to sit in for Ryan because I haven't seen him yeah, in like Ryan hasn't two been or three for weeks. a while. He's gone. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he happens to be a charter captain, catches some awesome stripers, which Stevie, you know, we have trouble with that. Yeah. Just Stevie. Just Stevie. It happens. Or landing them. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue that. <laughs> but so this guy... It's uh, Kid Cochise Outdoors. You ever hear of him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually have him on the line. Hey, Captain Mark, how you doing? How you doing there, boys? Thanks for having me over. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Welcome. Got it. What's going on, Captain? Nothing much. Am I going to be part of this? going to turn us into the hateful eight now? Eight of us? <laughs> yeah. yeah, buddy. Yep. Uh, all's good over here in New York. How about yourself? We're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So where exactly are you located? I am up in uh, Smithtown. It's I, I fished the Long Island Sound, which is the uh, just the north side of Long Island, it's between Long Island and Connecticut. That's the body of water I fish. I, I couldn't tell if you fished Long Island or not. You know. is, is there a better place on the East Coast to have a, a charter boat? It's very tough to be. I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's real tough to be. I, you know, Long Island is just. Long Island obviously has the on the on the easternmost tip of Long Island's Montauk Point is probably one of the best fisheries in the world. So I go out there and I fish, but to run uh, run my charters out of Smithtown is it's beautiful. I mean, it's just a beautiful fishery, and uh, we have basically all the species that Long Island is like target, which is you know the fluke, striped bass, blackfish, sea bass, and you know the the dreaded bluefish that not many people like to target, yeah. but we uh, we they're, they're around, they're pesky, but they come. And they're on a vengeance when they feed. Hey guys, those fluke things, those are flounder us. Uh, okay, I, I, you, I saw you guys were confused. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were all looking around the table going, what did, what did he say? I know him as bait. <laughs> I, I, I guess I should have clarified that. <laughs> we're a little south of you. you know, some of us go to the Jersey Shore, some of us go to Delaware, some of us go to Ocean City. So we're a little bit south of you. So we definitely are uh, flounder area, not fluke area. I'm open. Yeah, that's I'm I, open. I that, that, that's a New York thing. 
Yeah, we can travel though. I we think are, I'm gonna start going up that way because we keep running into these guys from New York. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they're just they're catching all the. We cool need stuff. to buy a house in Montauk for some reason. It just yeah. it, it blows my mind that we don't have one there. <laughs> I hear that. You and me, you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it must be six different podcasts or whatever that we've heard the word Montauk just in the yeah, last yeah, yeah. couple months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My, my talk is first of all, you to get a house that day, you need a million dollars in your pocket to get a small one, and uh, oh. it's just a fishery. Basically, the fish, it basically what Montauk is, it's ninety miles out in the ocean. Long Island's a huge peninsula, and it's pushed out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. If you think about it, and it's, it's a huge, it's a huge migration for all fish. All bait comes through Montauk, and all uh, big predator fish follow that bait. So it's just a sick fishery. You know, that's that's probably why you hear it. And all the big guns are out there, big boats, and uh, you know that's they make a huge living out there. It, it's basically a fishery. Is is there tuna off the coast of Montauk? Yeah, is yeah, they'll all still fit. Yeah, they'll fish. They'll still they'll run south, but uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, everything's out of there. You got swords, tuna, shark. I'll be fishing tomorrow. I'll be just doing a shark tournament, fishing out of the South Shore, which is you know in the ocean, but there's. Tons of tons of captains out there that uh, just strictly shark fish for a living. How far out do you have to go? It it, it all depends. Right now, the the, the Russian shark are inshore. They're fish. They're chasing them and hating it. A bunker, a pogey, what you guys might call them. You know, there's so many different names for these this damn that bait. But uh, you know, if we'll go 20, 20 miles out, maybe it all it all depends where, where the fish have been getting picked off. But sometimes you can literally. Be five five miles, three miles off the beach and catch uh, big thresher sharks into these pods of bunker, and that's, that's what they're doing now. They catch they're catching thresher inshore. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a sick fish. It's a pretty pretty interesting fish. So, Captain Mark, you're involved in a lot of different things. You have your YouTube channel, which is Kitco Cheese Outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, K O N, the con, mm-hmm. yeah, right. And then, uh, and then also you're a charter captain, but also you have, like, you help organize a, uh, a tournament. You want to touch base with that? Yeah. Well, that's, that's something I've, I started. I started it myself. I was, you know, the founder and the president. This, it's a, it's a limited liability court. It's a, it's called soldiers on the sound limited. And every year we take out uh, 150 plus active military out on the, I, I arrange 70 different captains and boats. Wow. We take them out there. Yeah. We, I, you know, I raise a ton of money. I, I give, a, you know, I, I raise a lot of money doing this. And I have some people help me out with this, obviously. I have a committee to raise money. And basically everybody comes, it's 70 boats, 70 captains, 70 mates, and 150. This year is 154 soldiers. And I use the word soldier because I'm clueless. I should never have named a soldier on the sound after I thought about it because this, they're airmen, uh, sailors, and all other stuff. So when you call a sailor a soldier or an airman a soldier, it doesn't call <laughs> so I, my first couple of years, for my first couple of years, I had to apologize. I was like, oh, bro, I can't change the name anymore. Yeah. So yeah. you know, to to layman and to the to America, you know, anybody in the military, I guess, it would identify as a soldier, and that's kind of what I did. So, but uh, we that's been going on for ten years. Uh, I've been, you know, we buy. Twenty thousand dollars worth of raffles to give out to these men and women, and have a big, big party. You know, I, I go out there and buy seven hundred cigars. I just, I spend a lot of money for these guys <laughs> and girls, and uh, it's a real good time. Nobody pays for anything. Full, a hundred percent donation in, a hundred percent donation out to the soldiers. So it That's works awesome. out nice. That's wow. Yeah, it's a real. We just, we just, we just got through it the other day. It wipes me out. 
But uh, I'm glad that's over so I can start fishing again. That's yeah. Jump on one of these podcasts. Yeah. I can't even imagine trying to coordinate 70 different. I can't. I got seven guys here. I can't talk to them all at one time <laughs> in any given day. It is, it is a beast, but it's, you know, it's very, it's rewarding when you see it happening after the fact that. If you guys have a chance, look at it on, on on YouTube. Just Google Soldiers on the Sound or go to my channel. You'll see the videos of the Soldiers on the Sound. It's pretty, uh, pretty amazing looking how many. When you see 70 boats in unison go out with huge American flags yeah. and loaded up with 154 active mill. It's pretty, pretty, pretty impressive. No, wow. no, no, no we call that me, epic. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would. That's a very good word for it. Epic would be very suited for that. Well, I'm proud to hear that. That's amazing. Yeah, and you know, how many I mean, phone calls sure. does that constitute to put together every year? <laughs> it is. It's. It's probably four months of of me on going through three batteries a day. It's. It's Ooh. brutal. It's, wow. Because you know, every everything's about money. You got to raise money to make this stuff happen. You don't want to invite people over and say, "Hey, give me a hundred bucks a head or whatever." So I got to raise all the money and then and then go out there and buy all the stuff. So it's 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 a grind. It's not that about it, but uh you know they they they, they can't appreciate anymore they just they're off the hook how happy they are that happens Absolutely. it's a cool event how, yeah. how did that ever start like how what was the driving force behind he uh, woke up one day and said he wanted to make seven thousand phone calls yeah yeah no i know i'm mr brilliant that i am it, it was simple i was out fishing i was out fishing one day 10 years ago the war the war was raging and uh, I, I'll, I won't forget, I walk, I come out of my, uh, I get off my boat, walk into my yacht, just right there. And uh, I walked up to the bar, have a hamburger and a, a soda. I'm sitting at the bar and I look up at the TV and I see a bunch of soldiers. And I'm sure you guys remember this on video, on, you know, on the news. They're just laying next to a Humvee and they got their, he- their heads on the helmets and they're covered in sand. I'm like. Yeah, I go. You, do you believe this? I go. I'm sitting here having a hamburger and a soda, and these freaking guys and girls are out there doing this shit. Excuse my language. Yeah. Edit that. <laughs> doing this, doing this stuff. And, That's uh, so I, there. I, so I went out and I just told my guys. I said, "Bro, we got to go out there. Let's just. What do you, what do you guys up? Would you guys, if I got uh, a bunch of soldiers, if you would you guys throw them on your boat? I'll pay for." Uh, cigars and my mother will buy the food and we'll just take them out fishing and we'll come back and hang out with them so that i got 15 of my my close guys said yeah i'll do it i'll do it so sure enough i call my my one buddy who's in the military and he's uh he's affiliated with the air wing that's the uh, 106 rescue wing which went that's if the perfect storm remember the power jumpers that went in the perfect storm yeah yeah that that's the same that's the same air wing that's out of the hampton so we we invited them out we was 35 of them I had 15 boats. We went out there. It was a beautiful day. Everybody smoked cigars, take pictures, come back to my yacht club, and 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 they people are seeing seeing the stuff going on. Everybody, we're all having hooting, you know, great time. And people are like, what the heck is that? What was that? I said, nah, I just did this thing, you know, took these soldiers out. And next you know, it was like a everybody's like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And it turned from 15 to 70, and I maxed out. I mean, if I wanted 100, I could have 100 tomorrow. It's just like I can only do 70 logistically. So it blew up really quickly into, you know, everybody, you know, I think. Personally, I think everybody is truly a patriot, and if you're not, then really, they're not. You're not near me. But I think they they know how I feel about that. But <laughs> they, they, they're patriot. You know, these people are patriots, and they're like, hey, how the hell can I do something? And they and they realize that, hey, I can do this with Mark. 
and uh, and and you know do my part and it's and that's what happened it just blew up so fast i wound up having to uh because money was coming in i had to make a a, a you know incorporate and do a limited uh corporation so i formed the 501c4 and uh it was history after that it's just like off the hook people coming and they just won't stop coming that's what's that's the funny thing about it. i have to put people on waiting lists and it's 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 just like I say when I have to turn down charters, I have to turn down captains to be part of uh, Soldiers on Sound because everybody wants in, and it's just just the space is the space, and I can't I can't make any big yeah captain. So that's how Cap- that's how it really worked out. It's just me sitting at, again looking up at the TV and saying, "Do you believe that I'm sitting here doing this, and these guys and girls are over there doing that? Yeah. Let's do some let's do something for them." And uh, that's how Soldiers on Sound really began. While we're talking about it, if our listeners are, are hearing this right now, where can they find a place? To- to go, uh, is there a place they can go give some donations to this? Yeah, Soldiers on the Sound is uh, it's it, it's the website. There's a PayPal on there, and uh, you, you can do do it on the PayPal. Again, I you know I, I suggest you guys take a peek at it and, and see what it's about. The beautiful thing about the organization is you know there are other organizations, and I won't name them, you know, because I don't want to uh, do that. But they'll take eighty cents on the dollar with a donation. What's beautiful about my organization and my committee is nobody gets paid nothing, and nobody gets paid anything. So, what one dollar comes in, a dollar goes back out to the soldier, or it goes back out in food, or it goes back out in cigar, whatever it is. It's mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent of your donation goes right back out to the event. People that you know, we have big big people, you know, dropping a thousand dollar donations. I, I invite them to the event. And I say, hey, come here. This is what I put with a thousand dollars. I want you to personally hand that out to the soldiers, so you know that there's no nonsense and no that's shenanigans. Cool. It's, it's you know, so that's why I I invite my sponsors. Say, hey, this is the guy I want to put a face to the you know to the money, and this is the guy who just gave us this money to, for me to be able to go out and buy this and give it to you. And I, and that's how I get everybody involved. It's it's very easy. It's very pure. That's why I you know I don't have well I don't have gray hair about it and any the transparency I have with it because of my background. You know, being a cop, you always want to make sure you know everything's on the up and up. Do these I just guys- want to make sure that everybody knew that, hey, this is what's going out. You know, every penny goes out, and I want you to be a part of it because you donate. That's that's how it made the operate. That's how it worked, and that's how it came such a success. Good. Because the, don't, the, the, the my sponsors see it for themselves, and they say, all right, He's not taking eighty cents on my dollar. He's mm-hmm. this guy is, you know, and that's 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 how it's very easy for me to sell it. But it's again, it's a beast to keep asking people, hey, you got another thousand for me next year? It's it's it, I think it'll get old if I ask you guys for every one all seventy, hey, you got another thousand each, you're like, hey, you gotta get away from it, you know. <laughs> ten years, you gotta give me ten grand, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm like a dependent, you know. So it's very difficult. You try to move around and have other people donate. It's tough, but some you know you got to do it. For, you do it for the right reasons, and you grind out and you do it. Sure. On the fishing side of it, is there like on the date that this is, do the boats, the captains bring the guys in into the? Is there like a way into the keep fish, the party yeah. afterwards? Like, uh, and where is that? <laughs> the, 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 is, yeah, I'll tell you, it was some party, man. This year was unbelievable. We, I, I ordered four thousand dollars worth of food, you know, like just meat, right? So that one of the guys, and it's a perfect example of you guys seeing Kidco Cheese, for instance. Somebody saw the event, and somebody locally, it's called the Barbecue Brethren. They they do these big barbecues. They're pitmasters from uh, from Long Island, and uh, some of them from Pennsylvania. But uh, they're pitmasters, and they say, hey, "We want to get involved." And I sat down, had an interview with them, see if they were who you know legit. They're beyond legit. They're seven-time pitmasters and Whoa. seventh in the nation. They're like legit as legit can be when it comes to food. So we met with those guys and we had this huge, huge pit, you know, a pit 
crew going there. They've all these big smokers and stuff like that, roast smoked pigs and brisket and all this crazy stuff. So that was the party after. The party is at my yacht club. It's where all the boats are docked at my yacht club. So after what happens is I have a sponsor, which is a really cool couple. He's a you know, local bait mongers and uh, L&L Wholesale. Like, they give me all the bait, which is like $1,300 for just bait alone. And every year they just say, hey, Mark, just take it. It's on us. You know, and again, these are the patriots that I'm talking about. These are people that are like legit patriots. Mm-hmm. And they, so it's very, it's just like, hey, I'll pay for it. No, don't, it's on me. Don't worry about it. So they pay for all our bait. I put 70 boats out there. Usually there's two soldiers on each boat. Some boats are bigger and they have three. And they go out there and they fish from like nine o'clock in the morning until 2 30 to weigh in. And then they weigh in the biggest fish. The biggest fish gets 65 inch TV and uh, a grand cash. You know, we wow. throw them some money there. And, uh, you know, they get bragging rights, they get on the, on the, on the trophy and they're very, I mean, they're freaking pit barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The barbecue. Can... I mean, I get, I have a, a breakfast that will choke a horse. I, I mean, everything. <laughs> it's just crazy. I have distilleries come down and they put these little bars for these people. It's crazy. That's I mean, cool. it's, it's just completely, every time the people, uh, the soldiers come and go, they just scratch their head and say, how the hell do you do that? I'm like, and I got people know people. <laughs> you know, go up there, to... go up there, and do a podcast at way and and let some oh, soldiers uh, tell a hunting or fishing story yeah. of their own. It's it's great, and let you them know, give them the chance to be on the radio and and tell their story of whatever. That'd be cool. I mean, we yeah. could get a yeah, that'd be we, epic. you know. Plus, it just we don't want to invite ourselves. But... No, we're not inviting ourselves. <laughs> but... Yeah, if there's pit, said, if there's cigars, pit beef and cigars, beef. I mean, I I might show up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I've been I've been known to have a cigar. I, I, I literally buy seven hundred of. Wow. wow, and I have uh, you know, it's they all go. Everybody just takes them out on the boats and they come back. It's just it's a really completely insane run event it's really run well not bragging because i have a huge committee that does it but we've done it so long now for 10 years that we have it fine-tuned and it's really really cool thanks thanks yeah it's pretty thanks. cool if you if you look at the videos they're really pretty incredible you know inspiring what was, what was the biggest fish this year the biggest fish was it was which is very weird uh, is 7.1 ounce, and that's pretty big for a flounder for you boys. A 7.1 ounce uh, flounder, summer flounder. <laughs> so what happened was, which is weird, one of my guys got it. So I'm walking back from my boat, and my I go to my friend as he's passing me. I go, it's on this Instagram thing I just did. But uh, he goes, I go, what? You? He goes, I'm first place. I go, he goes, I'm tied for first with a 7.1. I mean, what are the odds of two fish weighing seven pounds one ounce on the button? So uh, wow, two boy. people, two people want it. Wow. First place. Wow. It just so, it just so happens that I had by so many TVs. I had two sixty five inch TVs, <laughs> so I, I gave both of them one. Oh, and, that's uh, they split, awesome! They split the thousand, and then my other there was another side bet, which is a Calcutta. I don't know if you know what a Calcutta is, but there was a Calcutta, and that's just basically captains doing degenerate another side bet where you know mm-hmm. there's seventy guys. Is like, all right? Out of you seventy guys, raise your hand. Who wants another fifty dollar side bet? So that's 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 what that's about. So there's another fifteen hundred in that. And my other my and one of the guys was in it, and the other guy wasn't. So the other guy won all that money, and nice. that was my guy. So it was good. Cool. So when you're not kicking mm-hmm. butt, like being a patriot, because <laughs> I mean, couldn't yeah. have put that any better. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say so, it again. I like this. So when you're not I, kicking I like butt, being a patriot, uh, you know, you, you said you're being a charter captain, but you also have this YouTube channel. I see you do sea duck hunting. Yes. Um, you know, what else are you into? I mean, 
like, how do you have any time after making hot, all those phone calls? Hot air balloons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I raised great white like, sharks I in the like bathtub in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> Fing- fingerling great whites. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like the knit and you know, garden. No. <laughs> no, so, so your YouTube channel, like how did that start up? I mean, that I've been doing videos cause I'm, I'm basically, I'm a mania is I, I would call myself a worst name, but I don't want to say it on your podcast. So you may have to edit it, but I'm just like, ever since, I, I've always been a maniac with videos. I don't know why. I just always was fascinated by it. When I was younger, I would literally, uh, film myself and my buddies and we'd be just at my house would be doing some silly skits like it's almost like saturday live yeah then we go we go this is like in the 80s so then i go back to my I, we'd hang out of the bar and i'd tell everybody oh yo guys i just i have, no, I have another video done but literally the bar would empty out come back to my apartment which was a house and there'd be 30 people in there watching my video like <laughs> but it was no such thing as youtube it was just like yeah. anyway everybody would just laugh their beans off and, and, and go back to the bar. It was just that's how crazy it was that's how like when i said there was a video out it emptied the place out. Everybody wanted to see it because it was just—it was silliness. But it was like the content now is the old video. It was like it would be having a couple of drinks. It was something that you don't want to put on online now. <laughs> you know, it's just it's, you know, I have a I have a young audience, so I don't want to be uh, that great. Yeah. So I've been doing yeah. I've been doing videos forever, and uh, I I was doing. I, I was fishing when I was fishing at my club. I would always come back with big fish. You know, just it was just constantly big, you know, catching big fish. Now it's like freaking bragging, but uh, I would come back and they would brag be, away. You know, a father, like a father would be. I know. I'm sorry. I don't want to sound like that because I really don't. Oh no, I like it. I like it when you do it. <laughs> but I'd be passing like a guy and his kid, and he's like, "Hey, could you just tell us what, what you're doing?" You Something. Like, so I started doing videos, how-to videos for people that just didn't ever fish. You know, what I'm saying I said, "I'll do it as broad and easy as I can to explain to people that don't have a fish." Mm-hmm. Take their kid out and then try to do what I, what I tell them to do when they catch fish. And I get emails all the time that I can't believe it's all these con shit, these pictures of these kids with these monsters bass. Just yesterday, I got one kid got a 42 pound bass after coming to my seminar, awesome. which is cool. It's just badass. So it's, I would love to I'll send you the picture. But it's just cool. It's, it's cool as hell. So I was doing that. I was banging these things out, doing these videos. And uh, I couldn't, at the time, uh, I was a I was a county, I was, I was in the county, Nassau County Police, but I was in narcotics at the time. So it's not as if I could say, hey, Mark, Gary, and blah, 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 because I'm in a, you know, they would find me online. You know, these people, the bad yeah. people would know yeah. who I yeah. was. So I made, on the street when I was a patrolman, I was like, there was a couple of guys used to call me Cochise. I'm like, that's ah, perfect. I use Cochise <laughs> as my, as my Fugazi name, you know. Yeah. So you, if you ever look at it, it says Mark Carter. If you ever look at some of my stuff, it says Mark Carter, and it says Kid Coach, you know. And Mark Carter was literally my undercover name for when I was in narcotics, because that's what it was. I had all fake licenses and all that stuff and <laughs> credit cards. But, you know, you want your first name to be wow. the right name. So if the bad guy calls you, you respond to at least Mark, you know what I'm saying, you're Mark. <laughs> so that was what it was. So I became Kid Coach Chief on, on, on the videos. And... So I banged them out, banged them out, and eventually I retired. I started the charter business, so obviously my name is going to go be out, be out there. So that's when I came back to Captain Mark. Yeah. So that when I retired, Kid Cochise transformed back into Captain Mark, and I couldn't stop the Kid Cochise because wherever I'd go, 
people would yell, Kiko Cheese. So I, it was like, it was like I, I screwed the pooch. I, I, I branded myself with his name. That If I ever said I'm not calling myself Kiko, I'd have a million like followers. It never ass, goes you know? away, Captain Mark. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just one of those things like, you know, it's like everybody's screaming, Kiko. You know, if you hear someone over these years, Kiko I'm glad you explained that because tonight we were sitting around eating a stromboli and we're like, what is this name? How do you say it? You know, and Stevie was saying kid goat cheese. (laughs) He couldn't pronounce it right. I I, I, I totally spelled it freaking fugazi just so it would never come back. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, I I created the monster. (laughs) That's how it happened. And I'm like, oh boy. And that's what it was. I used to call me coat cheese. And then one of my guys, when I I pulled up and said, kid goat cheese. I go, that's what I'm using. That's what I'm using. That's how it happened. It was ever since then. I, I'm brand. I kind of, you know, whatever. Wow. But, you know what I love about your story, Captain Mark, so far is the fact that it all boils down to. I mean, it's it's a derail of a thousand other stories of people that have all started in one, like like one common denominator. Your love, you, you love to fish, and it, it's right. taken you to a level where you have enheightened and bettered other people's lives and shared. And it all comes down to, you know, people who don't go fishing don't understand that it can be a life changing experience, not only for you but the people around you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's fishing is more than just a word. It's you know, once you're addicted to it and, and live it, that look what look what can be accomplished. You know. Um, Anyhow, it's, Bro, I just you should, that was you my should, thought you process. Put, you, I had to throw it. You out should there. put that in quotes because that was freaking well said. That's exactly it in, in a nutshell. That was right on the money. Uh, uh, I hope you probably we, wrote, write that. Write that down. We, I think back. I think we recorded it. We just paid it. You on better the record. Record. <laughs> <laughs> that, But it is true. Man, go right under the Gettysburg and dress that thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think that of, was money. Though. That was exactly exactly that. It's just that. Fishing's not all about catching fish. Fishing is an experience where you, you hang out with your friends and your buddies, your kids, your neighbors, and just have fun. And you and can it take it as far it. as you want to. I mean, you right. can literally sit yeah. with your buddy and catch bluegills and have just as good as time as on a million-dollar boat, but it's 100%. what you make of it. Yeah, 100% right. 100%. There's nothing more fun, and I've done it, and I'm sure you guys have done it a million times. Sit at the end of a dock looking at a little bobble with a little piece of worm going down and say, oh, man, there's one there. And it's the same freaking thing. It's no <laughs> different to me yeah. no different to me than the big bass i mean it really isn't it's just the experience of just fishing it's how i can it's, tell it's, you it's, love it's, it true it's who you are it's, it's it's all part of that and catching doesn't suck don't get me wrong and that's why i try <laughs> to show i try to show people and, and families how to do it and i try to keep it as clean as possible and you know silly i i try to make my videos silly with, with content and you know if, you, mm-hmm. if, if if you're sitting out there watching videos like everybody everybody else with a gopro and shooting a video at themselves i think you lose the audience i and my best my best comments is you had me from start to finish you know what i'm saying in that they had i locked them in for that 11 minutes they couldn't you know they just wouldn't get out of the, out of the video and that's that's yeah. a compliment that i can i can keep them on there i do silly silly stuff like sound effects and and, and i try not to do and i i could do my seminars and they say do not stop those sound effects you know it's just that's who my audience is my audience is badass i love them and uh you know it's I try to just do it for the, you know, that content for them. And I explain it that if you're not having fun fishing, then don't go fishing. You know, that's if you, right. if you watch my videos at all, that's, I say that a lot. And that's exactly what, how you spoke before about it. It's, 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 it's more than fishing. It's, it's just, it's just who you are. And it's, it's, it's cool fishing with friends and 
If you're forcing yourself to do anything in life, you know, if it's not, we have that motto. If it's not fun, we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, if you're not doing it with your brothers and you're, it's, you're forcing yourself to do it, then Mm -hmm. you didn't really want to do it to begin with. You're not going to put your heart and soul into it. You're not going to get the right outcome that you want anyhow. So. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. Phil, what's up? Well, I I I want to jump in here because Captain Mark is also a realist, and he's real. It's just not a bunch of video of him catching fish and and his boat catching fish. I watched one video here recently where Captain Mark and the first mate are hey, we're having a tough day here. We're having to reel up, respoon, put it back down, yeah. change depth, um, because this is what fishing is, and mm-hmm. and. Thank you for keeping it real, though, at the same time. No, not a damn thing. That was a, <laughs> that was a pretty big day, too, because you guys had, like, the inventors of Tony Maja. Yeah, Tony Maja, yeah. yeah. No, that's, <laughs> oh, those are my guy. That's, that's, that's the real deal, right? Yeah. That's Tony Maja Jr. And, uh, you know, we were going out there to put a video together for the, you know, and I fish, like, when I fish tournaments, I use the Tony Maja stuff. Am I the best freaking troller in the world? Not yes. my strongest set, but I, I do get them. We do win tournaments for them. Captain Mark. So we, we go out there. We went out there. We went out there. I'm telling you, I have GoPro. I have videos on every rod. You know how you know how much of a pain the beans that is. I mean, I'm literally shooting live video of each rod for it to go off. You uh-huh. know, you want to have you want to have the rod go off. And I went to 17 different batteries and nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I go, you got to be. And it's every you know every second I'm moving to this camera, getting that camera, changing the battery. Deleting, going back. It's it's a lot, you know. To do these videos, it's just it's not just a walk in the park. Oh yeah, so we is, we, we B roll footage that we just tie the the line off to Uncle Buck and throw him over the boat. <laughs> no, it's tough though when you're trolling in the ocean. <laughs> but we we call that no. we call that day uh, catching a stringer full of memories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was it. That, that was it. And I just said to myself, you know, I try to keep it real. Like uh, some people, I'm not going to mention names. Is every three seconds has a GoPro to the head and they're catching a fish. They edit. I could easily do yeah. that and just go out there and, and show you every fish I catch, but it's nonsense. It's, it, if, 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 the, if your audience has a clue, they're going to say, this is nonsense. So I try to just, you know, sometimes I, you'll see I beat myself up sometimes, but the fundamentals of what I, what I kind of show and I've been fishing my whole life and I've done it commercially, I mean, it's, it's, it's sometimes the fish want to, you know, just say it's not going to happen, pal. You know, do all you want, bring all the cameras you want, but you're not getting anything out of me. Yeah. And that's, that's what happens. And, I, you know, I, I literally walk to my truck with all my camera case and I walk home. And I'm like, I just spent another day of nothing. All right. Now, Kath, where does all this passion come from for fishing? I mean, how did you get introduced to the great sport of fishing? Trying to get out of the house. You're passionate about fishing. You're passionate about your country and your community. Where does all that come from? It's so strange. It's such a strange thing. It's a picture I have in my office that I'm looking at. It's a picture of me when I'm five years old holding a big wheat fish, which is like a trout, like a saltwater trout. And uh, back then, it was, geez, it was a... 70s, probably 1970s. That's how old I am. It's 1970s. And uh, I li- we used to vacation out in this place on Long Island, which is called Jamesport. And near, across the street from my house was this little body of water. And I would just, for some reason, there was a bunch of guys over there, and I would just walk over there and I'd hang out with them. Just my father never fished. Nobody ever fished in my family. It was just me. I have seven people in my family to boot. And it was just me. Wow. I just, for some reason, I was drawn to it. I'd watch them fish, and then I'd Come back, I asked my father, he bought me a fishing rod, like a little crummy fishing rod. And then he, this is how, I, you know, it's like the old stories. Like, hey, you know, I, I walked two miles to get, and that's exactly what I'd take money from my mother. I'd walk two miles, grab a thing of squid, come back, and then cast it in the water. And maybe 
you know, once every other couple of days, I'd catch a fish. But it was every just, couple I was days. Just, yeah, every couple of days I'd catch a fish. That I'm, sounds like I, me. I, and I wouldn't, stop, I wouldn't stop it, though. And then I caught this one fish. It was like the biggest fish in the world to me. When I look at the picture, I go, that thing is not even a keeper. You know, like, when I mean, you look at it yeah. real, like, oh, jeez, that was a small one. Yeah. But that's how it was. I, I just did it myself, and I just, I, I kind of, I don't know what, I was just drawn to fishing. And then I, I've, I've done so much research on it, and I've, I've been fishing my whole life. I've had a million different boats, and I've, I just like being on the water, like, just being out there, it's it's when you when you work, and I, I was a police officer for when I was for twenty eight years, so it, it was wow. just a way to, for me to get you know get out of here. You just yeah. float away in a boat in the middle of the water, and there's not a damn person there. Back in the day, there yeah. were no phones. You just go out there, and you like you got you just went to another dimension. So that's what that's what I did. You focused on the fish, nothing else, and that's that's how I kind of just. But yeah. I had that well before I was a cop. I, I I was just a freaking maniac fisherman. I just wanted to fish every day, and every second I could, I did. You know, that's awesome. Love it. How did you go about starting this the charter business? That's a a pretty big jump from loving fishing. I think you know we all love fishing here, but boy, I don't and know the vice squad are gonna <laughs> yeah are gonna take a take a leap of faith like that. Yeah, it was just one of those things when I left. You know, when I left the work police, I I I got my license. I got my coast guard license which is real, not an easy thing. It was a real pain in the butt, to tell you the truth, to pass right. those tests. But it, it was, you know, it was something that I said, I'll just do it. And, uh, you know, a lot of people wanted me to take them fishing. I'm like, gosh, you know, maybe I'll make a couple of shekels in the process. And uh, it, it just, that's what I that's what I wound up doing. I thought my license, I had the boat to, uh, to do it. And uh, I just, so- I did it. You know, I, it was just, I just did it. You know, it was that when I left uh, work too, I went and I, I went and took editing for four years so I could edit, you know, film. Oh, wow. Was and that, uh, that, that, was that like ahead. a dream of yours while you were, while you were in the force, you know, like, man, I got to get out of here and become a, become a captain. No, I, I don't know. It was just kind of organic. I, is, is it, just got, it just kind of, yeah. yeah, it just kind of happened. And uh, tr- truth be said is, is that I, I, prefer film believe it or not more than I, i'm like this kooky film guy now i've been doing so many different jobs i do private jobs for people it's very creative i don't know how the hell it is from being a homicide detective to a freaking guy who makes film it makes no sense yeah. like you know if you look at me like a, a psychotic uh, a psychiatrist <laughs> looks at me he'll probably say what the heck is with this guy he couldn't <laughs> even make it as he tells me but you know i just like that part of it i like the fishing i like the film but it's i'm like a, i'm like I, I tell my wife i'm like the guy with the monkey with a five-piece band you know I'm do, i do it i have to do it all myself i have to put the people on the fish i have to film the them and then you know that's what i feel like i feel i have to i have to film everything because nobody can film anything do you film it's it on yourself i film everything myself oh, edit geez. all myself and i run in like a knucklehead doing it you know because nobody else knows how to use my cameras it's just a it's a it, while you're captaining but, the boat yeah, I do. It's it's, it's brutal, <laughs> but the uh, freaking audience demands this, these videos. They're out of their minds. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, know, I, if I, I don't get them out there, I get like a hundred emails. Like you it's pretty epic because I, I know a lot of captains that literally they just say, you know, oh how you know I can't do that. I I need I need someone or whatever. Like you just you make it happen, and there's yeah. something to be said about that. Yeah, I appreciate that. It's just it's just that's just. The, Psychotic that I am, I guess. I don't know what that is. But I, I like, I, I get, I like word. putting, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we recently fished you're, with a captain like that. I it's hard work. I, I think, I think seven heads is not up and down. <laughs> <laughs> now we wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. So, so what do you fish for? 
Right now, uh, uh, the summer flounder is coming coming in strong in the in the uh, in the sound. They're coming in from the east from right now, and uh, striped bass are in. So big striped bass. They if you're familiar with the Hudson River, yeah. if our fish are spawning, they're they're leaving the Hudson River now after they're spawn, and they're coming now to kick some butt on the Manhattan or the bunker pods. So you guys call them pogies, but they're out there now kicking the crap out of those. They're just feeding up now after they just did the spawn. So these bigger fish, the bigger females are here now. Smaller fish are here, but beat, uh, feeding on the sand eels that just came in. So the striped bass right now is is, is really good. And the fluke and the summer, but we call, I keep calling them fluke, but there's some no, flounder. Really, we're, yeah. we're yeah, just all joking all around, yeah. Googly yeah, it's, it's a New York thing. It's a New York thing, the fluke. But the fluke are, fluke are there, and uh, and they're just a, they're just a good fish to catch too. I, like I said, I'm taking. I got a charter on Monday. The guys want a fluke. How are you targeting these striped bass right now? Are you live lining? Are you you know yeah. running eels? Yeah. Right now, we just. Uh, I was yesterday. I went out and picked up fish, but we we initially trolled uh, Tony Maja spoons and that with no luck. So uh, we left. I left that and I went out and uh, saw the pods. It was it was no there was no wind out there, so I was able to see the uh, bunker pods working. You know, they stay on the top of the water. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that at all. But uh, the the schools of bunker will stay at the top where you can, you can visibly see them, and you you throw a snag in there. And what happens is when they're tight, when they're very tight, that means there's a predator fish in their company, you know, just checking them out and they all freak out and they just tight. That's how they protect themselves, staying in a tight ball. So what we do is we throw a snag into the middle of, of the thing, snag, snag one, and just let it sit there. And that's how we, we catch those fish. So once you pull a fish out of that, that pod, it just goes nuts because you just threw a treble hook into his back freaking out to send the vibration that the striped bear keys in on that fish in a millisecond and goes and says hello to me. and uh that's how that's how we were catching fish the other day a, a friendly hello yeah yeah yo <laughs> it's, it's not not a good thing i mean this will last fish we have like i'm like i was like it's literally snag in a millisecond you land the fish and it, the whole big bunker was in its mouth like and it wasn't it wasn't even a huge fish it was like 15 pounds but how can was, that uh, how can that was, not be fun? That sounds You're awesome. catching fish oh, it, to it, catch it, a it, fish. It, it, at the same time. At the cast. same time. Yeah. It's two for oh, one. It, 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 you it, just blew Uncle Buck's mind. Yes. We're right back to Dolphin Procreation. Yeah, I was just going to say that. We might as well be right back with Casey Bones and Dolphin Procreation because <laughs> this, I want to do this. This does, is something no, I want to do. It, it does if sound you're going to cool. fish it, that's the way to do it. You use yeah. a, like a heavy weight. Can we get Can we get back from Canada first? Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, well. Picture treble hook, you know, a treble hook, a big treble hook on the shank of it. It's got a little uh, egg sinker, say, for instance. Okay. So it'll give you the distance to cast it, and what you'll do is you cast over the pod, and you'll have a braided line. You'll just reel. Rip Once you through. feel, it almost it almost feels like a, a, a strike, like a nibble. Once you feel it, that means it's coming in contact with a, with a manhattan. You swipe it as far as you can, and you'll, and you'll, and you'll hook it up. And once you do that, you you leave them there, or you bring a couple in, then you leave, you know, you put a couple of live rods out, and then you keep snagging more and more. Oh, I'm great. But if, if you're going to do nothing. it, the, the best, yeah, the best way to catch that fish is definitely a live live ball. It's, it's the most exciting way to watch it because bass will play with them sometimes. They'll just you'll just, you just visually see them smack them around with their tail, and, and you see they're like scared to beat a bronca, you know. And, and ultimately, <laughs> the thing just it's just like all right, I'm going to eat you now. <laughs> you eat that. I know it's going to yeah. bad to it's, be a bronca. It's, it's so bad. It's so bad. To be <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, I thought I've heard of every way to catch striped bass 
And I've never, I never heard of that I've either. Never heard of that? Or, or, no. Yeah, yeah that's that's, that's that huge. Awesome. That's a huge. That's a huge way of doing it. When those fish are tight with with fish on them, it's it's like shooting fish in a barrel. No pun intended. It's because they get locked up. And, and just picture you now. I, I you throw a like a grappling hook in your back with a cinder block on you. Like oh crap. <laughs> you know that's basically what it is. When, when you put when you put it in the proper scale, you're like this is not good. And you just kind of the fish is like this not isn't good. good. I'm not happy. You so just yeah, described every good. Monday. Morning, how I feel. Going to work. <laughs> hey, so those Maja spoons are different trolling than we're used to in the Chesapeake Bay. Like they're yeah. they're running a lot of bucktails and stuff like that. This this is running lead cord line with a big spoon, pretty much. Is that over, oversimplifying? It's, it's pretty much on the button. Like I know the Chesapeake, they do a lot of mojos, right? Like a mojo, yeah, like a tandem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's. Yeah, so Tony Masha has that now. He's got Magic Mojo, and uh, and they also have the spoon. The spoon is like a number four. It's, it's huge. It's it's literally you know you say how the best eat this, but it's like the size when you, of your when palm, you, isn't it? Plate, yeah. yeah, it's bigger. It's it's yeah, it's like a freaking small dinner plate for God's sake with a treble hook on it. <laughs> but uh, you know they have smaller ones. But when you put it next to a, 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 an adult bunker, it's basically the same length of it, but just a little fatter. So what happens is it's 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 a concave spoon that kind of sweeps like it'll sweep like two feet side to side and it once it breaks it it shoots the other way and it, it just so it's it's basically like a when you look at it it's like a fluttering bunker that's having a bad day you know that's basically what it is so when you pull it past these these striped bass it's it's as it cuts through the water it's, uh, it's moving water so that makes noise and these fish key on it and they and they just come and say hello and they just like whack it they come and eat it and it's it's been known to catch 60 60 pounders you know 50 Ooh. pounders commonly and but it is it's not it's not lead it's, it's called wire line wire and it's wire literally okay. stainless stainless steel wire it's it's brutal it's to catch them it's like um, zero stretch just picture obviously stainless steel wire yeah. it's 50 pound i i run 50 pound wire uh, to a 20 foot liter of monofilament, like almost, almost like a shock, you know, shock liter, but it's not. And then uh, that gets tied to your bunker spool. <laughs> so once you, and it's an eight foot rod, it's, it's pretty barbaric, but if you're going to catch when we fish tournaments, that's what we do. Like last year we fished a tournament and uh, I took my boat down to the ocean and, and as we were going, the freaking rod goes off and it's bent over like crazy. I'm like, Oh my God. I go, bro, grab that. I knew it wasn't good. What happened was a thresher came over and thresher. If you know a thresher are they huge, got huge whip tails. Yeah. I don't know if it, yeah. So it, what a thresher will do, would come up to a bunker and whack it with his tail and stun and come over and just eat it. So that's what it did to my bunker spoon. Whack my bunker spoon. My bunker spoon went right through his tail and hooked him oh, up. Oh, man. And that fight was, uh, you know, a 40-something minute fight. <laughs> Pulled the thing in backwards and killed it. You know, drowned the damn thresher shark, which is, you know, still we're going to eat it anyway. Yeah. But. So this, it was that thresher was like saying, "What the hell just happened to me?" <laughs> just spun around, pulled back, waited for 40 minutes. Like, I could take him either. But that's, you know, that catch is uh, the bycatch. I was just talking what? to Anthony today. Those thresher yeah. sharks are good to eat? What do you make? They're like, very, they're thresher very, nuggets? Very yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, we steak, we steak them out. Yeah, we steak them out with, uh, you know, Italian dressing and, and barbecue them. They're very, very good. Oh, nice gazebo room. Oh. What, what's the reason for the stainless steel wire line? 
it's just it's just gets that it gets that uh, it's it's got a sink rate. Okay, and that's, it sinks it depth. sinks every yeah every hundred feet of wire line it sinks ten feet. That's what uh, we need for Lake Mead. Yes. So you don't need. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Or... Back up a second. No, we were trolling all day the other day. Yeah. And yeah, we I mean, downriggers will, will do the same thing, but the problem with the the problem with spoons spoons have a certain action. It has to be a certain thumb to the rod tip. A downrigger will bring it straight down. Downriggers are perfect for mojos and stuff like that. And and Maja has designed things where he has these this bungee system for a downrigger where the bungee now sh- as as the spoon gets pulled, the bungee now on the downrigger it kind of acts like a rod tip and it you know it stretches and comes back and that makes that 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 uh, bunker spoon kind of swing side to side. But you can't you can't do that on a spoon on wire. You, you can't put it in a thing. If you even bend wire or a hair, it's going to snap it. It's very it's. You know, you go out there and it's, you know, beep, you just yeah. lost, you lost everything. You're like, oh my god, it can, it can get real costly. Unless, of course, you uh, a million, I get everything for free. <laughs> you keep rubbing that in. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Especially if Tony Maj is listening, you know, he, I literally, I need a Sherpa to get all my Tony Maj stuff to the boat. It's like a thousand pounds of stuff. Sherpa. It's so, it's so heavy. It's crazy heavy. Well, make sure you share this with him so he does listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a sense that Neither fluke nor stripers are your favorite fish to target. Is that right? No. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think my favorite fish for sure is the blackfish. Is it the tog? You know, that's my favorite. What is the legal limit in New York for tog where you're at? It's uh, 16 inches at four. And now they knocked it down to three fish. Okay. They had, they opened, they, they opened the spring season in New York. We always get, you know, we never, we never get taken care of by, uh, the fishery, but whatever, we can't complain. This one is, but they opened the spring season for us where they allowed us to have two fish and the spring blew out. The weather was so bad that nobody fished it. Nobody caught any fish. So on the other end, they took a fish away from us in, in the fall. So now it's three fish per person, but you know, there's no crying in baseball. It is what it is. <laughs> so are you jigging for those with no, crabs did, or something? Yeah, exactly. I do. I do two different ways. When I fish shallow, I'll take a, I'll use crabs. I'll use the tidal tail jigs and use crabs. Pretty, pretty intense. Pretty fun. And then if I go into deeper water for, for the other fish, the bigger fish, I'll use conventional uh, braid and uh, just a drop a loop to uh, just a just a regular blackfish five odd blackfish hook to a crab. But that's that's legit. When you get a legit, you know, ten pound, it'll rip the rod oh, out. Oh man, hand. that's how. That's how cool those fish you, you are. You cut ten pound tog. Yeah, yeah, Holy I have. Yeah, the biggest one we had was yeah, the biggest one we had was a couple of years ago, fifteen pounds. Wow, which is is which is insane. You know, that's, is. A, that's a freaking insane fish. So compare that to a, a a striper. How how hard does a fifteen pound tog fight? Oh, it's brutal. It's it's mint. You know, it's it's literally like what the hell is on this thing yeah. on this rod? It's a rip of the rod, that, and it's a very quick. Fight. It's a very quick, brutal fight, and then it, it, what happens is he'll fight initially when you hook him up. Mm-hmm. He'll try to get back down, and then you got to get him up. You just can't like have your head up your backside. You got to really get that fish up immediately and pull him up maybe ten feet, and then uh, you, you're pretty good. Then you're gonna get him up in the column where he's gonna have an issue with himself. <laughs> you know, with his, with his, he's gonna have uh, you know compression issues. Yeah. And then when he gets once you get him in the middle of the column, he's kind of dead weight. And then when you get up to the top and he's almost seen the boat, then he's gonna fight again. And that's basically a blackfish fight. If he fights, 
doesn't fight, then fights again. Are they trying the, to get the, back into the reef when that initial it, fight? Yeah, Im- immediately. The smart ones are, are so close to like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you try to pull them out of your their house and like see what happens, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's you know that's why the tackle. I used people say, "What the, you, you you such heavy tackle?" I was like, "Why wouldn't I?" You know, I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm just freaking gonna blast. I'm gonna blast these fish right out. Get yeah. get these guys their fish if they're monstrous fish, and you know, we'll cut, we'll cut them loose if we can. And keep the you know the smaller fish, but uh, you know been known to do that. Yeah. But uh, you know it's 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 better for a fish. The faster you get a fish to the boat, you know it's, it's especially striped bass. You don't want to fight them forever. The big fish, it's just it, they build up too much lactic acid and they deprive themselves so much that you know when you light tackle a fish, it's it's not good for them. Especially when I do the monster fisher, I, I fish big stuff out there just so get them in and you know if you watch my monster videos we release a shiitake load of fish you know and uh <laughs> and we uh see what and you we, did and, there yeah 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 you don't have to edit that wow, that's great <laughs> but uh Thank you know you, we, brother. We, we we try we try to get those fish back out this fast I, i'm by no means am i preaching anything about hey nobody should eat a fish and i'm totally i just had fish 20 minutes ago in my house. You know, What'd I'm you all have? about eating fish. Uh, porgy, you know, a scuff of porgy. Yeah. You know yeah. the porgies? Yeah. 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 Love that fish. How'd you, how'd you cook it? My, uh, my son cooked it. He cooked it in, uh, just the easiest way, uh, egg wash and breadcrumbs. And he put a little black, uh, blackened, like blackened, you know how you blacken the mm-hmm. right. catfish, you like blackened seasoning on it. It was pretty damn good. Right. Nice. But that's a, it's a, you know, that fish, you can catch a million of those fish. That's one, like the charter I'll do so on Monday. I'll take them out fluking and then we'll just go to one of my scuffs, the porgy spot, blast a bunch of those for these guys to take home too. Cause it, at the end of the day, I'll take a, a, a porgy over a fluke when it comes to eating any day. You know, it's just, a, I just think it's a better fish. Myself. Man, Deke said it right. I mean, you're all American through and through and everything that you do. Would you say earlier when you're done being a, a badass patriot? Yeah, no, you couldn't have said it better. Everything I'm hearing, man, sounds like you. Uh, listen, if you ever have, uh, if if you ever have like uh, just a bad day where you, you're like only catching a couple fish, we'll be happy to come up and podcast on you. <laughs> you guys should come up. I can fit seven of you guys on my boat. We'll go out there and do a black. Right, have you seen us? Just, Some of us are bigger than others. I was just gonna say, <laughs> like, supposed to be? I'm like, in that camp. <laughs> <laughs> like captaining by yourself, we could never captain a boat. We'd have a fifty foot fly bridge, and for like a charter fisher, and there'd be seven of us out there, and we would like rent the boat out to one guy because yeah. none of us, none of us would ever want to leave the boat. There's seven captains on this boat. <laughs> we charter one guy at a time, guys. Yeah, there's seven of us. No, it's no. I was just. Uh, I guess the point I was trying to make is that, dude, listening to your your story is. You, it's it's uh it don't sound like it's very boring ever, Captain Mark. So it's very cool. <laughs> no, I try. You know, I try to do it. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm a, I'm a psycho. Sometimes when it comes to the country, the patriot. You know, if you're not a patriot, then uh, you know, I have I've, I've, I've I see a problem with that myself. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think that this country's just going back. You know, it's going back. Well, now it's not. Hope, thank God. But it was going bad. And uh, I think you know, it's my I. I it's tough on my channels. I, I don't become political on my channel if you catch that. I just don't because I don't know if that's the place to do stuff like that. Some people do, and uh, I, I I'm trying to leave my channel as a fishing channel and, yeah. and not be. Uh, you know, I think I think when you watch my channel, 
my viewers have an idea of who I am and what I stand for, and I, I and I have no problem saying that I'm I'm 100% police and I'm 100% military. If without them, this country is destroyed. You know, we're going. We're, it's, it's anarchy without them. Yeah. I wonder if and we did a social experiment if we made it mandatory to teach kids how to fish and go fishing in school. Um, the yeah. fun way, like if things would change ten years from now. Although I wish, there wouldn't be I any wish. secret hot spots anymore. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Everybody but I, I, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would easily give that up for that to happen. Yeah. yeah. It's not just fishing. It's just being outdoors, hiking, mountain biking, the outdoors, camping. Just being in nature is what can change lives, right? Sense of connection. One of the yeah, the coolest thing that I heard about a school was that Donegal, down in Donegal, here here nearby Captain Mark, there is a school that has like a fish club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, And they even in the in the classroom in the classroom they teach about trout stocking and and don't they raise trout? They raise trout. Yeah, the kids raise trout. Yeah, that's a cool program. Oh, Captain Mark America yep. Cochise. I like it. <laughs> you know? Captain Mark America. <laughs> Badass Patriot. Added exactly. at the end. Exactly. With a new handle for it. Exactly. <laughs> Captain Mark America. I, I think I might have just replaced Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What would Chuck Norris say? I don't know, because I've never seen a fishing rod in Chuck Norris's hands. He don't need one. He, he just chops yeah, yeah, the water. Right. Ah, he might, but Captain, afraid. Mark, Captain Mark's darn close in my in, in Uncle Buck's book here. Listen, Captain Mark, we're running <laughs> up on time, buddy. I'm so sorry. However, we, we ask a lot of our captains, we la- ask a lot of our hunters the same question. Um, what is it in your life that you would like to do? Like, like take everything away. Money's like not an object. You don't have to take anybody. Just getting back to th- you, no cameras, fishing for what it is. Is there a bucket list place in the world or something you want to go fish for that you could? Hmm. I've, I would have, you know, because now we're talking about the summer flounder stuff here. I would like to, you know, I, I think one of my buckets would be the halibut on the West Coast. Yeah, uh, up in Alaska, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that would be probably, you know, I probably would, that's something I'd probably want to do. You know, I, I, I'm, yeah, it's something I definitely want to do. It's just like basically those fluke on steroids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just big fluke. 200 you know? pound fluke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You I mean, can catch them with strong. that piano wire. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they drop down freaking cinder blocks down there to get that bait down to those guys. That's so big. You know. No, but that's that, that's a great answer because how yeah, and I, I, I haven't been over fishery. there. Yeah, I haven't been up in the north northwest at all. You know, it's supposed to be a beautiful country up there. I've been, you know, I've been elsewhere. I've been to Costa Rica, Mexico. You know, I've been around those routes, but I've never, you know, I, and, and it's weird. I haven't stayed in in our, in our country. And the Keys, I fished the Keys and stuff like that, which is a beautiful place. I don't know why anybody have to go anywhere other than Keys. Mm, you know? It is gorgeous. Uh, yep. It's, it's just well, it sounds like you got to make it happen, man. We'll, we'll follow yeah. back up with you and, and, we, and keep pushing you till you do it. We didn't even talk duck hunting with him either. Yeah. Yeah, don't I, you, there's so don't much you whack more. some it's, of those sea ducks? It's I don't fishing even, season. I we can always have them back on. But, but I think our fans need to do justice with Captain Mark. He also hunts some ducks when he can't catch yeah, the we fish. Do. Yeah, I do the duck and the deer. Well, I get them. I shoot them all. All right. <laughs> no. Sounds like sounds yeah. like we're gonna have to have Captain Mark part two. Yeah. Hunting there you season go. time. Mark there you on go. land. Yeah. And yeah, that's it. That's it. That's Kid Cochise storms the beach. We have, <laughs> we, have, we have some crazy deer hunting on Long Island. Probably one of the, probably some of the biggest deer in the world coming out of here. Get out! Oh, well, we yeah, oh, no tremendous, tr- tremendous animals. Now, tremendous. Mark, when you take that trip out west for the halibut, um, don't worry because you have 
seven people here that are going to take great care of your boat. Seven new yeah, best friends. We'll you handle go. your clients. Just right. I'll, I'll, I'll text keys. you. I don't want to. I don't want to say over the air with my uh, my keys up, but I'll text you the location. <laughs> You're the best. Once a cop, always a cop. Well, he can teach us some of them code words, and uh, we can do the code <laughs> stuff on the phone. This this is the coordinates to where I'm at. Uh, which, that's, uh, that's it. <laughs> What a fun show, guys. Uh, How are you getting disguised Catfish's nickname? <laughs> Catfish Juarez. <laughs> He's going to have to dye that beard brown. Man. You can write it in code. It's Wanda backwards. It's fine. We'll be good. We'll be good. Captain Mark, thanks, man. This was fun. Thanks, Captain Hey, it was my, pl- my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, thank you, sir. Thank you. Captain Mark, how can people follow you, learn more about you? Check yeah, all they have to do is, yeah, just go on, on YouTube and just, uh, you can either put in the search engine Captain Mark Gary and uh, all of my channel will pop up or Kid Coach's, uh Outdoors will come up too. It's not that, uh, you know, once you put it in there, you'll see me. This is over a hundred some videos of me being uh, silly, <laughs> awesome. catching fish and, and doing some crazy stuff. It's uh, M-A-R-K and then right. G-A-R-R-Y. Yeah, correct. Right. And how about booking a charter with you? Uh, it's you can go to confishing www.konfishing.com. All right. Boom. And uh, that's that. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it again you guys having me on. Yeah, hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Okay. All right, All right, guys. Take take care. See you. Bye. So guys, where can they find us? You can find us at ruttandriverpursuit.com. You can also find us at Rut and River Pursuit Podcast on YouTube. Just search us on any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Look for us on any podcast app that you have. Search Rut and River Pursuit. Download the app. Listen to us. Share it with friends. Yep. Leave us a review if you want. Yeah. There's been some good reviews coming through. Yeah. That helps. Perfect. Thanks, right, Mom. Guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm really glad Mom gave a review. <laughs> yeah, Mom. <laughs> See right. you guys. Later. Peace. Rig weedless. So when you're not kicking butt, like being a patriot. <laughs> Couldn't have put that any yeah, yeah. Say it again. I like it. So when you're not I, kicking I like butt, it. being a patriot. I think we recorded it. We just paid it off. <laughs> but it is true. We're going to run into the cage first and direct that thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, like, it has to be a bonus. You know, and ultimately, it's just like, all right. Now it's just bad to be a bonus. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I thought I.